the world view of wrestling. WVOW on WVOW. Yes, indeedly doodly, there is a new WWE champion on Monday Night Raw. AEW has debuted new stars with old faces. A rascally rabbit has outshined everyone in WWE. And All Elite exploded with the biggest non-McMahon pay-per-view buy in 20 years. And they also let the biggest dud of all time. I'm Aaron Stone. I'm Nathan Bush. This is the World View of Wrestling, WVOW on WVOW Logan. We're back for another month of the World View of Wrestling. I'm Nathan Bush, my co-host Aaron Stone. We're here to talk all things professional wrestling, and uh, I want to kick it off, Mr. Stone, with the WrestleMania week schedule that WWE has released. Fans will be in attendance, and there will be uh, almost nine nights of entertainment. Wow. Yeah. Kicks off on Monday night. You'll have Monday Night Raw. On Tuesday is the WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony, and they're also going to have classes from last year and this year. So if you thought you thought the Hall of Fame was long, <laughs> get ready. <laughs> Might have to break it up over two nights. Uh, they may. On Wednesday night, it's NXT TakeOver Part 1. Thursday is NXT TakeOver Part 2. S- uh, Friday, Friday Night SmackDown. Saturday will be WrestleMania Night 1, and then WrestleMania Night 2 on Sunday, followed by Monday Night Raw, and potentially uh, NXT on Tuesday, man, and that's, that's just WWE. That's not <laughs> counting what else, what everything, everything else is going to be going on. And I understand they're wanting to operate the Raymond uh, James stadium. They're wanting to operate that at around 75%. Yeah. Something like that. So that's going to be like 40,000 people. Yeah. There's going to be more than the Super Bowl right. that uh, was held there. Uh, WWE, they may have gotten in at the right time here with, uh, especially, in Florida, so it kind of works out. But another big move WWE made, John Laurinaitis is the new Vice President of Talent Relations, taking a role that he had and getting it back. He took over for Jim Ross back in the, uh, the mid-2000s. I think it was like 2004, and he had it until like 2012. Yeah, he was there a while before he became an on-screen character. Um, and they are splitting the role of Talent Relations into management and branding. So basically, management's going to handle all the stuff nobody wants to deal with, like contracts and angry wrestlers that are not happy with their payoffs. <laughs> and the other guy's going to—he's basically going to be handling like what we were talking about before—the third-party deals. Yeah. So you know, somebody's going to be on a TV show, or they're going to be on a Wheaties box, or something like that. Yeah. Or apparently, they're going to be doing cameos at a discounted rate. Mm-hmm. If you look up WWE wrestlers on Cameo, obviously it's WWE funded. Mm-hmm. They're a lot cheaper than just the regular independent contractors that get all the money through Cameo. Which, Are they really? Uh, yeah. I, from what I saw, it, it, the WWE is charging a lot less. Hmm. Maybe hoping less is more in that aspect. Well, I don't, I'm wondering exactly where did John Laurinaitis come in here? I mean, uh, we've got Bruce Pritchard in. He, he's running. Is he still running SmackDown or is he running both of them? I, from, what I've, from what I know, Bruce is just... Uh, like he's, I think he's running both in terms of he's the last guy before McMahon gets mm-hmm. a hold of it. But there, I think there's different teams 
for the show. Like Bruce is kind of like the funnel that goes to Vince, if the, I'm mistaken. The funnel. Well, I mean, that's the only <laughs> way I know to put it. Or I'm going to call him that from now on. The funnel. Yes. Uh, Wait till the funnel gets a hold of it here. So you know, you you get Bruce, and he's going to be the guy who. And you got John Laurinaitis over here. Hey, Johnny Ace, man. He reminds me of that Eli guy over here on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Blue Bottom. Oh, God. <laughs> but Laurinaitis gets a rollback that he's already had, so it kind of makes sense. A lot of people don't like John Laurinaitis. I personally loved him when he was on camera as oh, the, People the Power. People's Power. Right I there. love that. And the video <laughs> CM Punk put together with the song You've Got the Touch from the Transformers <laughs> movie. Oh, it was it was wonderful. Wonderful stuff. Well, that's what's going on with WWE. AEW. They recently, uh, they recently announced. Well, not just one. They announced a couple, but the uh, the one that was announced, he's already been on TV, and um, you may remember him. Well, it's a so Paul White, to is quote, all elite. To quote Michael Cole from St. Valentine's Day Massacre in '99, King, that's Paul White. Who? That's Paul White. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. So. Uh, the Big Show is no longer Big Show. He's now by his real name, the Paul White Show. And he, <laughs> he's he got a great shirt. No more BS. That is pretty good. That's that's pretty clever. I, it really was. I, I had to I had to tip my cap to him on that one. <laughs> so we, we uh, he's now all elite. Now, this is the guy. He obviously had a lot of money coming to him in WWE. Uh, word is, wasn't enough for him. Hey. So do your thing, man. Get that get that paper. <laughs> his his prerogative here. Now he did just have a, a TV show that was awful. Uh, Netflix didn't pick it up again, from what I understand. Yeah, uh, it was bad. I mean, I didn't watch it. My wife liked it, so I should tell you how bad it is. Oh man! So, <laughs> but but I, I yo I could have seen that actually being on like ABC Family, the CW, Hallmark, like that. one of those channels. I could see Disney. I could really see that show really taking off. Netflix apparently didn't work, but I could see it like Lifetime, uh, some kind of uh, maybe CMT, one of those channels. I could totally see it just taking off on there. I mean, there's some pretty awful TV out there. I don't know how it could be worse than some of the things I've seen. Well, coulda, woulda, shoulda, it didn't. Yeah, and so he is now all elite. Now, they did have some others. Uh, we're going to be bringing that up uh, in the next segment. We're going to be going over AEW Revolution, the biggest dud of all time. Oof. But, uh, you know, All Elite and uh, NXT have been having this Wednesday night war for some time. I like to, <clears throat> I like to call it the Wednesday night conflict. The Wednesday because night. Because it's not big enough to be a war. The Wednesday night arbitration. Yes. The uh, liberation of Wednesday nights. <laughs> so apparently that's not going to be anymore after WrestleMania. Word that is, is, That's the rumor. Word is NXT is going to be going to Tuesday nights. Smart move by WWE. Why not? Right? Why not? I mean, you don't need you don't need to have them on head to head with AEW. If anything, you're going to get more eyes on your product. Mm-hmm. You're going head to head now with NWA Power, which is going to make a comeback. That's on Tuesday to YouTube on Tuesdays. On Tuesdays, six oh five. Yes, which is I, I, NWA Power is a great show. I highly recommend it. They ought to do something though. They they do that five minute countdown, but they ought to have like ads in there and stuff. Something I think to, they do a lot of times. I've never seen it. Um, if I ain't seen it, it ain't happening. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> very well. Very well. Give them cake. Uh, no, but the 
and they'll be against Impact, which is on Access TV. So they'll basically be by themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, for lack of not no disrespect to Impact or to uh, NWA Power, but NXT on national cable, it kind of gives them a leg up there on Tuesdays. And they'll not only that, but they'll also uh, it'll be a new night for them to. Yeah, you know, kind of shine, do their thing. Yeah, and, and they're starting to get into some really cool storylines over there right now. Undisputed Era splitting up and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So I, I'm in. I'm in on NXT moving nights. I think that's great. Now talking about some uh, some good some good stuff going on right now. Monday Night Raw, as we all know, believe it or not, Monday Night Raw has not <laughs> been awful. It's, they have a new cha- they have a new WWE. They've had two new WWE champions. Yeah, since the last time we visited. Since the last time we visited here, that was uh, right before the Royal Rumble, uh, night of Royal Rumble. Here yes. we are back. Um, Ed, by the way, Edge wins the Royal Rumble. Edge won the Royal for Rumble. The men. He entered at number one. Bianca Belair wins the Royal, Women's Royal Rumble, coming in at number three. <sighs> Amazing night. She had the flare spot. She did. It was it's a pretty now solid the Belair spot. It was a pretty solid rumble. Honestly, I really enjoyed it. But yeah, we do have new champions. The Miz uh, finally cashed in. The you know this money in the bank has been going on forever. I like it. I like, I've I always like it. liked it. I liked that the, the guy had it. He lost it. Then that guy lost it, which was the Miz. And then they said, "Oh, well, he didn't actually cash it in." So they've they've. They've really been working this for over a year now. I'm just glad they took it off Otis. <laughs> poor Otis. No, poor us for poor, having to put up with that. Poor Otis. Everybody down on poor old Otis. He, but, it's just a silly gimmick. He's a good wrestler. Like, let him wrestle. Well, he lost it to The Miz. The Miz is held on. Miz finally cashes in on Drew McIntyre. After the Elimination Chamber. After the Elimination Chamber. Well, he's not going to you know, have him standing up on him. Oh, no. Why me? would you? Well, That's the whole point. Drew McIntyre. Uh, but of course, the Miz, uh, you know, he took it in the best Miz way possible that you could ever see. How do you like me now? You know, give credit to credits due here. Miz is, um, Miz has really kind of grown on me over the last what near two decades. <laughs> he's getting up Miz, there. Isn't he? Miz was on Tough Enough three and he's was get, the runner up. He's getting so old in WWE. AEW is going to sign him up. Oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, Miz, Miz was runner up on Tough Enough 3, too. Do you remember who won Tough Enough 3? No. <laughs> Daniel Pewter. Oh, yeah, he went far. Yes, one match in WWE and never made it back. Uh, one, but, and one memorable segment, that's it. Uh, yeah, and that was, yeah. Anyway, Miz, um, you know, I like heel Miz. I like him with Morrison. I really do. Right, and, well, and I liked the fact that he is now a two-time champion. He's got a little bit. He's getting a little bit of seasoning to him. He's he's starting to be. He's start, starting to get to that era where he's been around long enough. That everybody knows him. He's big enough and on enough stuff yeah. that he brings some con, uh, some legitimacy to it. I am holding this title because I deserve it. I didn't ask for your respect. I demanded it. Well, ironically, that's exactly what Bobby Lashley did. <laughs> Quite possibly the best night of Raw. Uh, they've had in a while. I liked how they milked it too. It's like, yeah. oh, we're supposed to kick off the show with this, and Miz is, I need more time. I need more time. And then he had like cramps he the had next a whole hour. hour. And he had yeah. cramps. Oh, oh, I can't do it. And then they said, you're going to defend that title if I have to drag you to the ring at ten o'clock. Goes to the ring at ten o'clock. Bell rings. Miz grabs belt. 
hauls it out of the building. <laughs> just out of here. Like didn't even didn't even bother. <laughs> didn't even try to hide it. <laughs> out of here. Just gone. He literally runs out of the ring, yanks the belt away from the ring. I don't even think the ring announcer had even sat down yet. He hadn't. And just no no milking it, no, no. you know, teasing. Out of here. You yeah. know, like oh oh I left the burner on at the house. <laughs> out of here. <laughs> And then they make him go in and do a lumberjack match, and that's when uh, the proverbial ship hit the iceberg. Oh, and that that was, you know, it good, was perfect. Good for Bobby Lashley. You know, Bobby Lashley is one of these guys that I was a fan of him back when no one liked him. See, I was never a fan. I I was a fan. I thought when he did the the Donald Trump hair thing with yeah. McMahon and and Umaga, yeah. I thought, man, this is going to be something for for Lashley. No. no, no. Matter of fact, did he leave or did they let him go after that? Well, let's just say neither one of them uh, fought real hard to stay. Well, okay, but Lashley, Lashley coming back, and I think credit should go to MVP. MVP oh, is is the reason why this hurt business uh, that a lot of people kind of scoffed at when they first started doing it is working. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lashley looks like a legitimate monster. Uh, Cedric Alexander, who was doing nothing, and Shelton Benjamin, who was doing nothing, are now the Raw Tag Team Champions. They are really making this work, and good for them. Absolutely. I, I applaud what they're doing with the Hurt Business. It, it's well done, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And I, I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, I, and, you know, big ups to, to Miz. Miz, yeah, absolutely. Miz, Miz made Bobby Lashley that Monday. He night. made Bobby Lashley look like the monster that Bobby Lashley can be. He didn't make Bobby Lashley look like, oh, well, he's going to have a competitive match with Miz for no, 20 minutes. No, nobody no. thought that. Did they? No, he came in, he squashed him, he won the title on a squash, and that it, and that's great storytelling, in my opinion. Uh, so, big ups, as Taz would say, to Bobby Lashley. Big, big ups. Big, big ups. ups. Big ups. Um so, you know, talking about people doing really well in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> a rascally rabbits out there causing a little I, I would be a little I would be a little offended if I was a WWE star and I found out that uh Puerto Rican hip hop star Bad Bunny. He's been on TV a whole lot like yeah, just a whole lot here lately. He's been on he's well first off he's the 24/7. Well, say, is he still the 24/7 <laughs> champion? He may be the longest reigning 24/7 champion. Uh, so, Cuz I think he's had it longer than anybody. Uh, yeah, consecutive days here uh, count and uh, <laughs> he's so he's champion. He's 24/7 champion. Uh he's been on SNL. He's been all over the place. Apparently, I'd never heard of him before he was on Me wrestling. Either. Yeah. I could creep down the street with that blasting. That's what they play at uh that's what they play at local Mexican restaurant establishments. Oh uh, well I'm sure. Uh but uh so Bad Buddy's out selling all the WWE superstars on the merch. Not really surprising. I mean l- let's be honest here, Bad Bunny in the hip hop world, uh, a world that I don't venture into um very popular you're not not a hip-hop fan believe it or not no hip-hop's not my go-to are you the rap is crap kind of guy no i won't say that it's just not my thing uh but bad bunny apparently is a a big deal to a lot of people in the music world and they see him involved in wrestling and they're going to buy his merchandise apparently 
and and this is WWE merchandise, yeah, right? And, that they've made and honestly, licensed to them. I, does he have other merchandise elsewhere? Like, can uh, you go to the local Macy's and pick up your new Bad Bunny tee? I couldn't. I, 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 I don't know. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, you know, that might be the only place to uh, to really get Bad Bunny merchandise. But hey. If you're make if you're doing it, do it, man, and he's doing it, and all roads are leading to a match at WrestleMania with him and Damian Priest against Miz Morrison. His name is Bad Bunny. Oh, my bad, Bunny. What about our truth? <laughs> what, what? What about our truth? I love that man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, has our truth been killing it? Our truth is, or has he been killing it? He's a treasure. He's just a treasure. Well, he, <laughs> I was like, "What is that?" I'm just thinking, like, you know, our truth was out here killing it. He's he's one of the most entertaining things on the show every week, and he's coming out here nailing it. I'm just like, you know, while everybody, while Bad Bunny is out here outselling everybody, our truth is like, you know the best thing on TV or there's like 700 wrestlers in the contract with WWE. Where are they yeah. at? Uh, apparently watching our truth <laughs> back, in ca- back in catering, right. but no, our truth's just a veteran. He knows what he's doing. Our, and our truth's entertaining. And if have you noticed, when's the last time you saw our truth have a real wrestling match, like a, a, a match where you're like, man, that was a, a really hard hitting big time Monday night raw kind of match. <laughs> When he beat Cena? I mean, think about that. How long has it been? And this guy, he's in his 40s. Like, he's getting up there in, his, in years. He's been around a while. Remember, he was in WWE in 2000 as K-Quick. So, right. he's, you know, 20-year career. And former NWA heavyweight champion. And he's just basically right now being entertaining and saving his body from having to bump all over the place. So, our truth making a paycheck without having to, to work too hard. Can't blame a guy. Really can't. Don't play dumb, man. I just saw the ref. I know what you're trying to do. Bruh, he agreed to be the piccolo player at this upcoming party. No, dog. Bruh, look. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so R-Truth, uh, definitely knocking it out every every oh, yeah. every Monday night. Even the, And he's working with Bad Bunny, and I think he's even making Bad Bunny uh, kind of attractive here on this whole uh, you know landscape here of who are characters you're wanting to look for? And Bad Bunny, he's all over the place. He's, I, hey, if he's selling, he's right. selling. There you go. Uh, so, okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have uh, our review. Man, I'm sure we got a few things to say about AEW Revolution. This is the second ev- uh, Revolution pay-per-view. Am I wrong? It's the worst of the two. <laughs> Most. Most definitely will probably... Uh, I don't even think I watched the first one, but I know this one was worse. I think this is one of the first pay-per-views of AEW that I attempted to watch in a little while. But, hey, we'll go over that when we come back. This is the Worldview of Wrestling, WVOW on WVOW, Logan. Worried about paying for college? Metro News is pre-
proud to present the 14th Annual West Virginia Scholar Program, where one high school junior in West Virginia will win a full scholarship to West Virginia Wesleyan, including room, board, tuition, and fees. For details, go to wvmetronews.com and click the Apply Now button. Deadline is April 30th. The 2021 West Virginia Scholar Program, presented by the High Technology Foundation, Friends of Coal, and West Virginia Hospital Association. Go to wvmetronews.com to apply today. Deadline is April 30th. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus, so stay a minimum of six feet away from others and stay home if you can. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Car crashes don't happen in slow motion. They happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to check if your child's in the right car seat. Don't think you know. No, you know. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot. Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah, that's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Elise, come on, it's game day. You've got all weekend to study. Jen, this has nothing to do with studying. I've got to work. The way the economy is, I figure I'll be working for the next century just to pay off these student loans. Well, you know... I know, I know. You joined the National Guard, so your college is completely paid for. Yes, you've mentioned it a couple thousand times. The National Guard scholarship covers up to 100% of your tuition. Learn more at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the West Virginia National Guard. Aired by the West Virginia Broadcasters Association and this station. Hello, folks. Tony McTexan, Mr. Hughes here, and you're listening to the World View of Wrestling on WVOW Logan. Mr. Hughes, the man that stole the Undertaker's urn. The first guy to steal the Undertaker's urn. I'm gonna say he wasn't the last. No, uh, you know, Mr. You may not remember this, but uh, Mr. Hughes actually was uh, was known as the Big Cat there oh, for a it? while back in W the uh, '90s WCW. He was a uh, he reminded me a lot of uh, I, I, you know Ernie Ladd, uh, but way back when. And then he started doing his his new uh, Total Protection gimmick that got him over. But anyway, we're back. We're back. Worldview of Wrestling here. I'm Nathan Bush, Aaron Stone, my co-host. And we're talking now all elite wrestling, or should we call it all explosive wrestling? <laughs> well, what you just made was a better explosion than, than anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. Let's, Ooh. let's start with talking about dynamite though. AEW dynamite. They had a very special guest compete in a tag team match, mixed tag team match. Cody, and filling in for his pregnant wife, Brandy, was Red Velvet. I want to point out that this is the Wednesday edition of Dynamite yeah. before yeah. Revolution. Yeah. Why? Listen, you got me. <laughs> I can't explain it, but here here it goes. I mean. <laughs> and they ha- they took on Jade Cargill, who. Is impressive. Impressive. Looking, amazing looking. I yes. think I think she's got she's got potential. She, it's like she is sculpted out of some kind of ebony stone. Yes. She is amazingly uh built. Built, uh great conditioning. 
she didn't really disappoint too much well, on her wrestling she's young. ability. She's I mean, she, young. This was her first match this was on her TV. Debut. That's yeah. a wrestling debut. Well, what a way to debut when your tag team partner is uh, O'Neal. Shaq of all Shaq. people. The and Shaq attack. Shaq goes through a table. Two of them. Two. Well, you you got to have two for wow. him. He's seven foot three or whatever. <laughs> he go he through is. one table and be like, "Oh, he hurt that table." Yeah. <laughs> but entertaining match. I thought. I thought this dynamite was one. Of the first. Well, the first hour of this dynamite. I wouldn't have done it. I don't know what taking the table bump. I know. I wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have done the match yet. I wouldn't have debuted I, Shaq. And, I don't and know Jade why you and, don't save that for a pay per view or uh, you know, something further away from a pay per view. The, the Velvety Woman. Now she Red was, Velvet. She was a replacement. Yes. Now, so I mean, we should work her into the story instead of just all right. We'll put her in there. I'm thinking they only had a limited time to get Shaq in there because of the All Star break. With right. the NBA. That's the only thing I can think of. Well. And they had already pulled the trigger on the angle, so it was one of those things where it's either do it now or not. I, I, I Again, I understand things happen for a reason. or, or I kind of wish, though, they, they would have like filmed it. Save it <laughs> save it for a pay-per-view. Do something later. Something. I don't know. Anyway. It was what it was. It wasn't it was entertaining. awful. It wasn't good. It wasn't, you know. It, Shaq disappearing from the ambulance made no sense. <laughs> he did just disappear. They've not mentioned it since. No, of course they're not. He just vanished, and, and nobody have, said a word. He's just out of here. So I think he's going to come back as Kazam. <laughs> well, I'm serious. I'm serious. AEW, abduct everyone wrestling. Hey, after this pay-per-view, who knows? Anyway. Yeah, really. We, let's skip over into the main card here of AEW Revolution. Yes. Uh, the tag team titles on the line. Young Bucks defending against uh, Chris Jericho, the Judas himself. And MJF. I couldn't remember. Is it Michael or is it Matthew? Maxwell, Maxwell. Jacob Friedman. <laughs> who is the underrated star of AEW in my opinion yeah they've really mishandled him since putting him in the inner circle in my opinion um you know I thought this match was what it was it was a young bucks match it, it, you know you get what you get it was high excitement high energy uh, Every, everybody kicked out of everything uh twice yes um so eh, young bucks ended up uh, if you like a young bucks style of match then you'll like this absolutely and and they didn't disappoint on that front um a little long i thought for an opening match and especially since everything was it be honest with you it kind of made the main event look bad uh <laughs> so but we'll get to Turning that. on the TV made the main event look bad. We'll but. get to that. But, of course, Jericho and uh, MJF, they are not going to be uh, tag team partners anytime soon, as we found out on this past week. Did Wednesday. MJF put him through the barbershop window? No, not exactly. Since I'm the one that brought you into the inner circle, I'm the one that's going to bring you out of the inner circle. So they did this story on uh, Dynamite where MJF is trying to overtake the uh, leader, Chris Jericho, in the group. And then, of course, the group all turned on MJF. And MJF yeah. was cowering into the corner. And, you know, he's like, oh, but I swear I didn't try Chris, to I it. swear to God I didn't want to take over your group. I swear, man. Because I was too busy building my own. Well, what a twist there. Yeah, it actually it actually was. <laughs> I'm not uh, being ironic. I'm saying, or uh, I thought it was sarcastic. Actually, I, I thought it was actually a pretty decent twist uh, that where they have MJF. Uh, spoiler alert: 
The uh, name of the group is The Pinnacle. And who is in The Pinnacle here? We have FTR is in The Pinnacle. Yes, FTR is there. The greatest tag team walking earth right now. Wardlow. Wardlow. Sean Spears. And I thought Wardlow and him would split up at some point. I'm glad they didn't. Apparently not. I'm very glad they didn't. They teased that. They were going to do it. I think so. And And I think they about faced on it. But Wardlow, MJF, FTR, Sean Spears, Tully Blanchard in their corner. And in their corner... He just returned, done a, a slingshot man, suplex man, on there. That was so cool. <laughs> Listen, nothing, nothing inside of me got more excited than seeing Tully Blanchard hit a slingshot suplex on Marco Stunt. That was the best thing that could have happened. So, well, there you go, the pinnacle, and we're going to find that out this um, this week on uh, Dynamite. Yeah. They taped it in advance. I don't know if anybody out there, we're not going to give away any spoilers. If on there's it. one thing AEW can do, they can keep a secret. They can keep a secret. They are good at keeping a secret. As a matter of fact, uh, we'll, uh, well, we'll wait. We'll get to that here. Let's talk about, they had a casino battle royal. Of course, because we have to have a battle royal on every event ever. And this is for tag team. This is uh, for tag team title shot in the future. Yes. So, uh, and the winner of that was Ray Phoenix. He at last eliminated Jungle Boy. Uh, Jungle Boy, of course, has, uh, you know, he should be kind of kicking up some dust here, making his way up to the top of the card here. Should but, be. But they're kind of keeping him back a little bit in his tag team. You know, they and sp- he should stay with the guys in the tag team and, and the Jurassic Express. Well, no, they shouldn't split him off. I think they, they, they spent all that money to license Tarzan Boy for his entrance song. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, the The match kind of was what it was. It's a battle Time royal. Warner, Time Warner might actually already have that in shot. I don't right? know, but Tony Khan said he bought it. Oh, well, never mind. So, um, <laughs> well, it is something when somebody says, yeah, I bought this song. I might play it sometime. <laughs> well, he can play it on TV now and not have to pay royalties. <laughs> so. Play it anytime he wants. So, uh, Ray Phoenix and his tag team partner, Pac, uh, they're going to be getting a tag team title shot in the future. Yeah. And they've already started that up. Two thirds of the Death Triangle. One of the uh, one of the Bucks took on Ray Phoenix this past Wednesday. That was a heck of a match. I, that's yeah. definitely something to go back and look at uh, from this past AEW. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I never said the Bucks couldn't wrestle. That's just they wrestle a style that's just not for me. Right now, oh go, man, this match it was something. I am. A wrestling fan, and I didn't get this. I love and, pro wrestling. And, I love it more than I love it a lot. Uh, Hikaru Shida defended the women's championship against Ryo Mizunami. If you have the opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, to go back and watch this match, uh, don't. <laughs> it was very. It was uh, bad. It was long and it was drawn slow. Out. It was slow. It looked bad. They and, did pantomime in the middle of it yeah. instead of wrestling. But uh, this match is is the precursor to the main event coming up this Wednesday at yes. AEW Dynamite. Uh, now this, tell us about it. What, this, what happened at the pay-per-view here? This I'm looking forward to. Uh, after the match was over, Kairi Shida was jumped by Nyla Rose and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Vicky Guerrero came out as well. Uh, to make the save was Thunder Rosa, the uh, former NWA women's champion, uh, this sets up the first ever AEW women's main event for Dynamite. It is a lights out, no disqualification match between Dr. Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Actually looking forward to this one. Right. Well, I really am because Thunder Rosa is spectacular. 
And Doctor Britt Baker has gotten so much better over the over the past year. And they did they've done a, one of these lights out matches before. That was the Kenny Omega and, and Moxley thing back in the day, wasn't it? Well, let's be honest here. Are there really that many rules in AEW? There, uh, it doesn't seem to be. Well, I'm going to watch this main event. Uh, oh, me too. Absolutely. I, I, we're going to check it out. We're going to see what goes on. We'll we'll definitely keep you up on that. But uh, this this match at AEW, uh, Sh- uh, Shida and uh, Mizunami, it was just awful. It was trash. Yeah, fast forward. Uh, Miro and Kip Sabian versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor of the Best Friends. Now, now no need to no need to stop that fast forward button anytime soon. Well, yeah, <laughs> this match was better than the than the women's title match, but. I mean, it's like comparing the worst thing that ever happened to you to the second most worst thing that yeah. ever happened to you. It's like breaking a finger and breaking a wrist. So you keep that fast-forward button going, and we get to the next match. Yes. Big Money Matt Hardy versus Hangman Page. Uh, good match. Started to be match of the night for me when I'm watching this. I, I enjoyed it quite thoroughly. It was it was a good match. It, was, you know, it wasn't uh, a spot fest. It told a good story. Although they had they had some they had their tendencies to well, get spotty I mean, in having there. Having a spot or here or there is not that bad. Not but, bad. But I thought they did a good job. I thought I liked what they did. Um, I wish they would have given me more reason to care, but you know, I, that's just me being picky at this point. Uh, but I thought they'd had a great match. And Hangman Page should be the next. If they're going to make a huge star, it should be Hangman Adam Page. I would agree on that. Uh, and Adam Page. And get him away from the Dark Order. Get him away from the Dark oh, Order. Oh, goodness. You know, get him away from the Dark Order. He doesn't need to lead the Dark Order. Uh, he's already got uh, all uh, He's already got all of uh, Matt Hardy's pay for the first quarter of the year. That was a stipulation. Yeah, that was a thing. Uh, so, uh, to me, Adam Page is reaching out, grabbing that brass ring, which is exactly what they did in the very next match. The giant honey nut Cheerio above the ring. <laughs> the big donut when your uh, hemorrhoids are flaring oh up. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the cushiony toilet seat hanging. So, of course, this was another jab at WWE by AEW. I did have to laugh at that. I it thought was it was a funny. funny. Th- Here's the thing. They... When they when ninety percent of what they do is a jab at WWE, they're going to hit a, a tickle spot, and when they had the big foam rubber gold Cheerio, I, I laughed a little bit of it. I had to laugh, but then as I'm watching the match, it kind of distracted me. You got these grown men fighting over it. Yeah, it was even better. I guess the old saying about wrestling goes true: it's grown men fighting over a belt, and the men don't wear pants. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the old saying. But this, I thought this match was all right. I mean, I, I liked it. You had Cody Rhodes, you had uh, Penta Zero, you had Lance Archer, Scorpio Sky, and Max Caster, who was really standing out. To I me. like. I dig. He did. I like Max Caster. He's another rapping gimmick, but he's good at it. He's a good he's a good worker. Yeah, he's more John Cena than uh uh the guy from way back in WCW whose name's escaping me right now. Well, that tells you all we need exactly. to know about him. There you go. Max Caster is definitely the guy who I don't even think he's gonna be with PN AEW. Noose. That's the guy. I don't think uh I don't think Max Caster's gonna be with AEW uh, for a long time. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna waste him. And I think he's going to end up jumping somewhere else. We'll uh, see in the next year. He's or so. got talent. He's yeah, he could still get better in the ring, but he's got the, a great gimmick that can work. And then the, this is the second new star they've brought into AEW, Ethan Page from uh, Impact. Yeah, all ego. Ethan Page was uh, one of the long reigning tag team champions in the North. 
in Impact Wrestling. Love the North, by the way. I always liked, thought they were a great tag team. Ethan Page is a good get for AEW. He'll fit in nicely. They need to use him right, and he can do a lot, in my opinion. I like Ethan Page. And, uh, of course, the big winner was Scorpio Sky pulled out. The, and a good uh, win for him. If anybody was going to win it, I was hoping he would. He, poured, he pulled down the cushy toilet seat, and he uh, he got a, ta- a, a uh, excuse me, TNT. TNT title match this past Wednesday on uh, Dynamite against Darby Allen. I think that's another match that uh, AEW did that is worth a look yeah, back at. absolutely. It's worth watching. Um and even like after the match, you know, they they did kind of a Scorpio going heel kind of thing. So I'm in for that. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. And another another aspect before we leave this uh, ladder match, uh, the the Golden Nut Cheerio uh, match. <laughs> uh, before we leave that, uh, Cody and Penta had had they had some uh, hookups in this match, and we know now that this Wednesday yes. on AEW Dynamite. I think it's going to be another one of these matches you're going to want to look forward to. Uh, these two matches to me are just. That they have booked for this Wednesday, uh, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, and now Cody and Penta. Uh, and they started this last Wednesday. Of course, Penta with Translator is just laying some talk smack back on uh, old Cody. Penta says that if you're the prince of pro wrestling, then he's the lord of Lucha Libre. So there you go. Uh, and Penta, Penta is very good. Anybody that's never watched Penta wrestle, he's quite good. Uh, that Lucha style, he and Ray Phoenix are, are fantastic together. Now, before the main of, uh, before we get uh, further on in the card, we got two matches left, uh, the tag team cinematic match, and we got the exploding uh, uh, barbed wire death match. Uh, they did introduce a third they did. new star, Christian Cage. Yes, absolutely. And this was supposed to be the Hall of Fame worthy talent. I agree. And Christian's a good get. Uh, no disrespect to Christian, but I think AEW kind of hyped this a little m- too much. Well, so <laughs> they would have done a lot better if they just not done anything at all, right? I don't know why that's there, but that's just <laughs> funny. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it got me. <laughs> I'm just saying, they're like, like, so who, so, so who, who's the Hall of Fame worthy guy coming in? Christian Cage, and everybody's like, well, <laughs> so, I agree, uh, but no, Christian's great, and, and, and I really like Christian. It's sad though that because expectations were so high, yeah. unless it was Brock Lesnar or CM Punk. The whole crowd was going to be let down. It didn't matter who it was, and they actually have crowds back now. And if, you know, and here's the thing that AEW probably didn't see coming uh, is, is the fact that Roman Reigns, who is the best thing on SmackDown right now, we'll probably talk about them very shortly too. But yes, uh, they turned they turned Christian into leaving. They turned it into a storyline. Oh, he left because he knew he would be the target of the of the head of the table. That's smart. So he just ducked out. That's smart booking. He dipped. That's smart booking. I that's, loved it. That's got Paul Heyman written all over it. <laughs> I loved it. Um, so we get to a tag team match. We got the TNT uh, champion, Darby Allen. He did uh, retain this past week against Scorpio Sky. Uh, and Sting. Sting! Yeah, why is it always snowing? When st- is this a thing about him that I missed years it's ago? winter is coming. Uh, okay, so... Team Taz. That's Brian Cage, Ricky Sparks. Now, Ricky this is what, Starks. What I say? Sparks. 
Ricky Starks. Yes. I like Sparks better. So <laughs> they already been a Sparky plug in wrestling. We don't need another. Your team Ricky Ricky Ricky. Uh so Team Taz and uh, Darby Allen and Sting. This is one of those cinematic matches, and I'll be honest with you, no WWE kind of did the cinematic thing more. And I know AEW's kind of touched on it. This is what you should do with a cinematic. I match. thought it was good. I like. I like. Now I had to laugh at the referee in the ring being at this undisclosed location. <laughs> like, oh, they're having the match in an undisclosed location. Show up. There's a ring. There's a ref. The ref was like, man, I almost didn't get the text. Yeah, <laughs> good thing I woke up <laughs> this early. Thing, this thing was on MapQuest. Good thing uh, I woke up early. You know, this is like three turns and you're there. But I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was good. I thought it. It was brutal looking. Yeah. I, I thought th- they did a good job. And I think that, and a lot of people complained about there being commentary over it, live commentary. Uh, well, I would agree with that. I had like Taz it. not been doing commentary. Yeah, had Taz not been doing commentary, I would have hated it. <laughs> it but I thought they did a good job with it. So it good. this match it. to me, this was actually my favorite match of the night. Uh, you know what? That and the that and the big money and the, match. Yeah, that was the best two matches on the card, in my opinion. Well, I mean, you know, when you got to follow a cinematic match. What better than to have the first ever exploding barbed wire death match in AEW? Yeah, they did, didn't they? You know, they really hyped this thing up to be something. And now the rules were there are going to be explosions all around the ring. I think except that, one side, except one side. Well, <laughs> that's for them to get in. Oh, it's for them to get in. You don't like it? It was for them to get out, is what it was, right. and for the run in. Uh, so now. On the floor, they had uh, the three sides there because they had the ramp goes right to yeah. the ring. They had the three sides with the plywood painted black and the barbed bar bar, wire. Yeah. Uh, no explosions in them as far as I was able to tell. Well, they said they were supposed to be trigger spots that caused explosions. All I saw was a little puff of smoke. And they had some uh, uh, effects on the ring ropes when they ran off of them. Somebody yeah. had to trigger them. Uh, here's my thing. They do on the floor. They should have covered the entire floor around the ring with those plywood and the barbed wire. Then you give them a chance when they get out of the ring to get like a a, a chair or whatever. They have to like tiptoe around because it's a minefield now, right? I think what they should have done was taken the ring ropes down and put up barbed wire. Like they kind of advertised. Well, I mean, that's how these exploding barbed wire death matches were done in FMW in Japan. Like that's how they were done. And Yeah, but I understand that that's a, a big, big injury risk right there so they did what they did here's my thing they said that at the start of the match they start to count down 30 minutes if the explosions aren't detonated they're going to detonate all of them yeah well they ended four minutes early yeah they, they they went home a little too soon so then they say oh we can't turn them off yeah we don't know how to turn them off nobody put a switch on this thing they couldn't have had like a fire marshal for the state of florida no they couldn't have had something, some kind of a story. They go to arrest the pyrotechnic guy to go take. Anything could have been better. But, you know. Wait, wait, what are you listen, talking? listen. Whoa, 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 whoa. Listen. Uh, okay. Uh, guys, I'm just going to move back a little bit here. <laughs> you, get, you, don't want, you don't want to get smoke ventilation from the puff of smoke. So, they... Do you, do you have it? Do you have the explosion? There wasn't one. Well, I mean, there was. I mean, there was a, a bang. All right, so the match is over. Ugh. They're stalling around for three minutes. Yeah. The countdown happens. Yeah. You have the good bros, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson are in the ring. Uh, you have uh, uh, Kenny Omega. 
the alarm's going off. They run out. Here comes Eddie Kingston in, who should be getting a nomination Shit. for Best Supporting Actor at the Oscars. He sold it so well. He should be getting a little gold man of some kind here because he runs out. You would have thought that this was actually going to happen. And he dives into the ring. He, there's no time left, even though there's plenty of time left. They sell it and sell it and sell it. The countdown finishes. He covers up the head of, of Moxley, which makes me want to think that something was supposed to happen. Oh, it was. And it didn't happen. And the announce team screaming, take cover, take cover. And, and, and then. Bum, 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 That's all you get. Well. <laughs> So, so this pay per view. So, all right. So, anyway, uh, this part, John Boxley uh, challenged Kenny Omega in this match for the AEW title. He lost uh, yes, with a good did. finish on the la- on the chair. But when you got an exploding ball bat and everything else he going on, he got hit in the face with an exploding baseball bat that which, had explosives which, on it, and he kicked out. Which which could have been the ending, or they could have saved it for the beatdown afterwards. Do you remember? Do you remember how Omega won the title from Moxley? He hit him in the head with a microphone. Yes, but the exploding baseball bat just didn't do it. I just know. couldn't keep him down. Now they tried to explain this away. They you, ha- you can't. Don't try. They tried. They had uh, Kingston, Eddie Kingston, John Moxley. So it looks like they're sitting around somewhere doing illegal drugs on the videos. <laughs> what it looked like they really got allegedly. They look, they look. Yeah, they were allegedly. They they did not look like they were Must main eventers. Probably Moxley's dressing room at the Texaco station. Well, and they've got a apparently a coffee table with a grill in the middle of it that they're sitting there doing this That's kind of cool. I kind of want one of those. Well, I don't know about that. Getting ready for court, and I had the guards walking back and forth telling me, we're going to take you to Rikers, boy. <laughs> so he says... <laughs> That the reason that he was passed out... PTSD. He had PTSD from uh, when he was a, a criminal, and uh, he blacked out. He just blacked out from the sirens and the smoke. <laughs> so, it was a nice attempt to save at AEW, but we all know what happened. Uh, I mean, they did what they had to do, I suppose, but still, I mean... let it Just, just let it be known. Let's hope this is the last exploding barbed wire death match in... In United States wrestling history, please. Right, it or, was bad. Let's not do it again. Right, and if you go, if you ever do do it again, if you're gonna do it remember. again, hire me. I'll put the explosives out there. <laughs> I'll make sure that people are like, man, these two guys may actually die. Oh, uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, AEW Revolution. I know it, it, it fifty fifty uh, percent uh, jump in uh, subscriptions of BR uh, yeah. live for that. Hey, uh, say what you will about it. And we've been very critical of it here. I think, made money. but man, Hey, that's a big pay-per-view for them made money. Uh, I, I think they said about $6 million are supposed to make on that thing. And yeah. they said that, uh, uh biggest, biggest selling pay-per-view in, in 20 years, biggest selling pay-per-view in tw- non WWE pay-per-view since 1999, 1999. And, and it's their biggest selling pay-per-view to date. Too. Yeah. Well, say what you will. It happened. It got people watching. That's absolutely yeah. right. And we'll be right back, and we got more to talk about right after this. WVOW Logan. 
That sophomore year was a very, very dark year of my basketball career. It was horrific. They called him a traitor, and that was a crushing blow that day for me as a mom. Driveway Dreamer is the audio story of West Virginia University Basketball Hall of Fame member Mike Ganzi. Download or listen now by visiting the website wvutime2climb.com. That's wvutime2climb.com. Our veterans risked it all to protect our freedoms. And now they need our help as we all fight the coronavirus. At an unprecedented time in history, our most vulnerable veterans are isolated at hospitals. And during their greatest time of need, their family, hospital volunteers, and staff can have little or no contact with them. Being alone can be terrifying, but we all can help. Help Heal Veterans, with the support of citizens like you, creates, manufactures, and distributes therapeutic art and craft projects for our veterans and military, at no charge to them. We invite you to join us in supporting an isolated or sick veteran and help them through this desperate time. To learn more, visit HealVets.org. This message is furnished by Help Heal Veterans, a not-for-profit organization that has been helping veterans for nearly 50 years. HealVets.org. Millions estimate their benefits online so they can do what they want offline. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Hi, I'm Kelsey Grammer. Wounded Warrior Project supports injured veterans by connecting them with fellow warriors, by serving them through mental health and wellness programs, and by empowering them to live on their own terms. No one should face a battle alone. Join us at WoundedWarriorProject.org. With a tear in my eye! That's WVOW, the world view of wrestling on WVOW. That's WVOW on WVOW Logan. And that is Ernest the Cat Miller's WWE theme song that they recycled for Brodus Clay when he was the Funkasaurus. And Brodus Clay, better known as Tyrus, now being advertised for NWA's Back for the Attack Sunday, March 21st. Their first pay-per-view since being back. And they're going to have a crowd. They're going to have some Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Um, The NWA is really entertaining to me. I really enjoy it. I love Nick Aldis. Great champion. He's still the champion. Yeah, he's the world heavyweight champion. He's two-time NWA heavyweight champion. I think he is fantastic. Um, I think they've got a great roster. They're working and allowing their talents to to work elsewhere, working with other companies, and that's helping. Um, I'd like to see a few more guys get in there. Unfortunately, Eli Drake is gone. He is now L.A. Knight in NXT. But, um, you know, they still got a lot. And unfortunately for the NWA, question mark passed away. Yes, he did. That was uh, very sad. Uh, Josephus. Josephus. Very sad. Our condolences to his uh, family. But uh, we got another pay-per-view coming up soon. WWE Fastlane. Fastlane on the road to WrestleMania. We do know that Edge is going to be facing Roman Reigns. Or or is he? (laughs) So Roman Reigns is defending the uh, Universal Championship against Daniel Bryan. Uh, and this is uh, Fastlane. Is this this Sunday, too, isn't it? Yeah, it's a week from today. Oh, NWA picked a bad night there, didn't they? But did they? 
Or did they? Did they? You got a good point. Maybe you got to remember, they've already started the transition over to Peacock. I think this is the first pay-per-view that's going to actually be it's on Peacock. Be. And WWE, they another billion-dollar deal they've made. Yeah. Uh, WWE Network going to the Peacock Network for the first time. Uh, their first live event, anyway, on, yeah. on there. So it'll be interesting. Only a few matches have been announced so far, though. Well, you got Roman Reigns defending the U.S. title, uh, Universal title against Daniel Bryan. Uh, now, a guy that I'm liking right now, Apollo Crews. I'm really enjoying Apollo Crews' new gimmick. I really I, am. I really am. Uh, he's already taken out Big E a few weeks ago. Now they're going to have their IC title match. Uh, Apollo Crews challenges Big E for the title. Uh, I don't know. Do you think... Big E drops it now, or no? Or, no? no. I don't think so either. I, I think I think Big E's going to carry it on for a little bit longer. I think Apollo Cruz. They're finally doing something with a guy that I saw back in NXT and said, "Man, this guy looks great, moves great, built like a, a Greek god, but can do a standing backflip. He's yeah. got it all. He's he just incredible. needed a gimmick, and I think he may have found it here. And and basically, his ancestry is Nigerian royalty. Did you see the the president, I believe, or one of the royals of Nigeria actually retweeted him and was like putting him over? No. Yeah, it was actually pretty uh, cool, I thought. not ask for good publicity like that. Uh, but apparently this is a, not a, a work. He really is descended yeah. from some ancestry. He is Nigerian. Yes, American. he is. Uh, I believe this accent he's doing is... His actual speech, am I wrong? or Now that I don't know. I've heard both ways, and I haven't been able to confirm it. I've heard that... He kind of goes in and out of it a little bit. And I but... think that's really neat. I I don't know why, because it's not like it's not an authentic Nigerian accent. No. So, either way, I'm, I'm intrigued. I like it. The other match I have announced, <laughs> Team Tater... <laughs> Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler just kicked Oscar's teeth right out of her head. Anybody tell Shayna Baszler that uh, it's 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 still a work, Shayna. It's it, well, it, it's real to her, darn it. <laughs> hey, uh, really? You can see the video uh, just about everywhere. Oscar's out for a while too. Concussed, kicked her teeth right out of her head. Concussed her. Uh, I don't even know if I concussed her. I'm pretty sure that's not correct. But she has a concussion and she's she hurt. is concussed. She's hurt. She's hurt. That's what that means. But Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, <laughs> Team Tater, they're uh, taking on uh, the uh, WWE. What is that? The SmackDown Women's Champion. Yes, and women, Raw. Women. And uh, Bianca Belair, the woman who will challenge for the women's championship at WrestleMania. I think, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, Team Tater is going to come out on top. Yeah, I believe so, too. <laughs> Team Tater. They're throwing some Tater's hijacks, <laughs> knocking them out and squashing wait till, them. Uh, wait till their new entrance music comes out where it's a rendition of Vader time, but it's Tater time. <laughs> so, <laughs> But enough... <laughs> <laughs> like that, huh? All oh, right. Oh, yeah. Was, was <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all that's been advertised for Fastlane. Uh, real quick, I do want to bring up new NXT women's tag team type. Yeah, there it is. It's Tater Time. Tater Time. <laughs> um, new NXT tag team champion, women's tag team champions, as they were gifted to Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez for winning the Dusty Cup. They immediately lost them to Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon an hour later. So we got, uh, and uh, we know that NXT is going to be having a two night takeover. Yes. Uh, they're doing that uh, the week of WrestleMania. 
Uh, am I correct on that? Yes, okay. yes. It's, it's the a, Wednesday and Thursday. The Wednesday, because it's part of the week. Of it is, it is. Uh, so, fast lane. Uh, the Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns match. I'm looking forward to it. I, pretty much all all three of those matches we listed off. I, I I don't have a problem seeing them, especially with Team Taters in the house. You know something's going. Somebody's happen. getting hurt. They they're really the new hurt business. Now but. over on Monday Night Raw, uh, McIntyre. Uh, we know Bobby Lashley's going to WrestleMania. They didn't put that belt on him not to go to WrestleMania. Yeah. So, Sheamus and McIntyre, uh, they had a match this past Monday. Uh, They've had a couple of matches that have been fantastic. Absolutely. And uh, this past Monday, not no argument there. It was another one. Brutal. They had more marks on them from the steps than... Omega and Moxley did from the barbed wire. And that was how they finished that match, if I remember correctly. This is going for the steel stairs. Oh, Sheamus got a handful of steel and some bad intentions. What Mc- is this? McIntyre and Sheamus with steel in hand. Now, Sheamus really sold this incredibly. He did. McIntyre, not so much. And, you know, it's a good matchup. It was very good. Uh, and actually, it's uh, I'm going to call that our match of the month. That we're kind of a new segment we're doing now where... We will encourage you to watch one wrestling match from the previous month. That's going to be our match of the month that we want to uh, to tell you about. But let's look back on uh, this day in wrestling history. This, this day, day in wrestling, wrestling history. history. Well, this day in wrestling history, 17 years ago today in 2004, WrestleMania 20. Ah. One of the best WrestleManias ever, and pro- arguably one of the best WrestleMania main events of all time, the triple threat match. Triple H, Michaels, Benoit for the World Heavyweight title. That's going to be my match. I think everybody should go back and check out because that was so good. It was. It was so good in so many ways. Uh, er, I want to watch out. It's a little gross. This, some, this is before the, the blading was done away with. Yeah, the, the I mean, it's, it was a rough match, but it was a great match. Also on the undercard, John Cena and Big Show for the U.S. title. This was Cena starting to pick up steam. That's, uh, that, that he won the U.S. Yes, title for the first did. time. Yes, he did. Eddie Guerrero, Kurt Angle for the uh, WWE title. Uh, you also had The Rock and Mick Foley, three-on-two handicap match against Evolution, Batista, Randy Orton, and Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a really a really solid pay-per-view. I, go back and check it out. Also, uh, this day in wrestling history. 13 years ago, Vince McMahon gets a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which is pretty interesting. A lot of people would say that the uh, Walk of Fame was tarnished that day, but <laughs> please, you, you need to see the other people. It on was there. tarnished way before that. <laughs> and also, 13 years ago, this day in wrestling history, uh, Mickey Rourke and Ernest the Cat Miller filmed the final scenes of the movie The Wrestler. They actually filmed it at a Ring of Honor show in Dover, New Jersey. In between the matches in Ring of Honor. Wow, Ernest Cat. So, uh, he played the uh, Ab- the Sheik Abdullah as the the main. I did, did yeah, he? it was him. Oh, I forgot all about it. Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? What are you doing? He's like a car salesman at the end of it. <laughs> Check out the wrestler if you've never seen it. Really good. Great, great. great Eleven great. years ago today, this, this day, day in wrestling history. history. Adam Pearce defeats Blue Demon Junior and Phil Shatter to become NWA Heavyweight Champion. Adam Pearce got a lot of tv time these days 
on uh, WWE, so I figured I'd throw one in there for him. Well, I mean, did they actually have NWA uh, champion? Uh, yeah, they did actually. Okay, because it's taking me back to that show I saw down at Chapmanville, where every title, where, where every title match was a uh, crowning a new <laughs> champion. Everybody. Had well, this was the uh, they were an affiliate, but that's I, another story. I think I think Pierce was. There. He probably was. I feel like he was there. In uh, and quickly, happy 79th birthday to the Iron Sheik tomorrow. This, this day, day in wrestling, wrestling history. history. And I want to throw out one more thing before we get out of here. Uh, a sleeper match that I want to throw to you. If you haven't seen it, six-man tag team action. Bash at the Beach, 1997. Lismark Jr., Hector Garza, and Juventud Guerrero versus my man, the chairman, La Parca. Psychosis and Viano 4 accompanied by Sonny Ono. It's a car crash, Lucha Libre style match. Go check it out if you get the opportunity. And what about ASW? Do they have a show Great. coming up? We had a show last night. It was fantastic. Hornswoggle was in the house. Ricky Morton was there. Coming up April 3rd, ASW. Coming at you live at the Hearts Civic Center, Hearts Community Center with Tatanka going to be in the house. So make sure you're there. Also, main event, I quit match for the heavyweight title. And until then, I'm Aaron Stone. I'm Nathan Bush. Uh, and we're out of here. Hey, this is the franchise Shane Douglas, and you're listening to the World View of Wrestling on WVOW. Logan, catch it or get franchised. <laughs> this 